Hi everyone, and welcome to The Legend of Portalcast, a podcast dedicated to Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, and all things Avatar. I'm your main host, Colin, and it's just me for tonight. Uh, coming back with a news update and to uh, kind of give you guys a heads up. Uh, I know we've been gone for a while. Um, there's just been <laughs> uh, a fair amount of wonderful busyness and stressful things and all kinds of stuff, but... Uh, on the other side of it, um, but we are so pumped now that uh, we're kind of getting into a more manageable part of the year to uh, start bringing you guys some more news, some more discussion, and I uh, just kind of want to give you a preview of that and let you know of some of the latest Avatar news. Um, so a few things you're going to talk about tonight, um, uh, talking about part three of Imbalance has come out now. Uh, so now we're going to be able to review the entire uh, comic series written by Faith Aaron Hicks, uh, that is now all out. Um, we're also going to be doing a uh, fan-suggested episode. We want to thank uh, Claudia um, Petri for her suggestion uh, that we're going to be doing uh, a hypothetical, what would this person be like as the Avatar? Uh, so uh, we're really excited to dive into this. This is going to be a really fun prompt, and that's going to be coming in the next month or so. We're also going to be diving in finally to The Search uh, as well, the comic dealing with the gang and Zuko, finding out what happened to Zuko's mom. Uh, it's a great, great comic, and there's just such a great continuation of the Avatar universe and answering such a huge question that was left at the end of the series. And then we're also going to be finishing out Legend of Korra Season 1. So the first episode that's going to be coming out after this one is going to be our discussion of Episode 9 uh, of the first season of Legend of Korra. Uh, we're going to be rounding out our discussion of that to close out the first season and then uh, get in with more of these discussions. Because, again, as we have said before, we never discussed past season one of Korra when we were originally doing this podcast. So we're really excited to kind of dive in together as a group. So some really exciting stuff happening right now in the Avatar world. If you haven't seen this already, there is new Avatar merch out and it is pretty incredible. Um, first off, we have a whole new round of Funko Pops that have come out. Um, there is an Iroh one where he's holding a cup of tea. Um, there is one that was a New York Comic Con exclusive being released of the Cabbage Merchant. Uh, it is him like holding a cabbage and he ha even has a little accompanying cart filled with cabbages next to him. Um, and then lastly, there is a, uh, a small mini-sized Appa Funko. Um, now that came with uh, this like Funko Pop cereal that uh, Box Lunch, uh, a amazing like nerdy retailer, uh, just came out with, and we'll get more into them because they have some amazing stuff. But along with the cereal uh, came this kind of mini sized Appa Funko. Um, so we've also got uh, some new Zen Monkey Studio pins. Um, they are the ones who have come out with a whole line of incredible Avatar and Korra pins over the past several years. Um, those, they have like a limited rainbow one that's going to be coming out uh, for New York Comic Con as well. We're going to be posting some of these uh, as well on our feed on Instagram and Facebook. So check it out there. We'll be able to be posting those. So getting into box lunch, uh, if you're not familiar with this place, it's incredible. <laughs> um, where I used to live in New York, they had a retail location in the mall. And basically the whole premise of this story, it is all nerdy merchandise, everything ranging from Harry Potter to Nickelodeon to Game of Thrones. 
and Studio Ghibli and everything in between. So they've had some Avatar stuff in the past. I got this really amazing uh, shirt that had Aang on it. But then they recently did this whole Avatar merchandise push and came out with some amazing stuff. Uh, so they also had some accompanying ads with them. Dante Bosco was also kind of uh, uh, showing off some of them as well. The first ones were these sports jerseys. So they were similar to like a soccer jersey, but they were all representing different nations. Uh, so you had on one side of it, um, <laughs> you have the Fire Nation. It looks kind of like a little bit like a Manchester United um uh, football jersey and everything, and then you have Water Tribe, Earth Kingdom, um, and Air Nomads. And on the back, they have kind of corresponding names. You have uh, Toph for Earth Kingdom, Zuko for Fire Nation, Ang for the Air Nomads, and Katara for the Water Tribe. Uh, next, they also have these like sports long sleeves. Um, they are kind of like just these similar type of uh, style, uh, like those kind of sporty long style sleeves with like a lot of the stripes, same color tones for all of the different nations. And then on the back by the shoulders is where it says the given nation. Um, so another really cool design. They also have some awesome socks, <laughs> super cute. Uh, they had, uh, like some chibi socks of the avatar characters in like chibi form. And then they had this great pair that I got that was like gray sock with all of the different uh, nation symbols on it and just a really fun, simple design. Um, and then they had a Avatar The Last Airbender chibi notebook. Uh, so these are like the chibi versions of the characters uh, from the shorts that they released and they're all so cute. And this notebook is amazing. It's where I take my podcast notes now. And it's has all these kind of like bookmarks of based on all the different nations. It's separated out and each nation has like, you know, a given animal. So Air Nomads, it's like Chibi Appa. Um, Fire Nation, it's the Chibi version of Fang, uh, Roku's dragon. Uh, Earth Kingdom is a Chibi Badger Mole. And then uh, the Water Tribe is a Chibi Sea Serpent. <laughs> it looks more like a little tiny seahorse. It's adorable. Um, and then lastly, there are custom t-shirts. Uh, this is, I thought was the, one of the coolest parts about this was that they have this whole thing where fans can submit designs on their website and they can turn them into t-shirts. Um, so I don't know what the kickback process is of that, but there's just some amazing designs out there and there's just some great, uh, kind of just unique, fun designs of all of these different parts of Avatar. So Definitely check that out if you're interested in getting any kind of Avatar merch or if you're looking for people to get you something for the holidays. Be like, hey, look, uh, this site is awesome. And the kicker is that Box Lunch has a great uh, type of deal where they every $10 you spend, um, they uh, put that, some of that money towards uh, a someone who is in need of some kind of you know meal or food. I, that's a horrible way of explaining it, but I think you get the deal and their website can probably explain it way better than I can. <laughs> um, so that kind of wraps up for the merch. Um, next, I wanted to get to talk to you guys a little bit about the uh, Avatar the Last Airbender Netflix news. Now, a couple weeks ago, there was something that showed up. Um, first, it was on Reddit. Then it was on uh, the Facebook kind of Avatar admins group that I'm a part of where Somebody had sent these photos 
of what they were claiming to be as a visual effects test for the show. Uh, There were a couple scenes of like what seemed to be maybe a Fire Nation throne room, um, Sokka and Katara out in the tundra. Now, it was one, a lot of people jumped to conclusions because they saw that these images, they thought that they were representations of the show. Um, So the way that visual effects um, kind of almost auditions work, as as you will, is that there are different visual effects companies who will say, hey, we want to audition to be the visual effects team for Avatar The Last Airbender. Here's what we can put together. This is our audition as a whole. So that's typically how they work. And that was kind of what they said was the case. But then the more we dug into it, we weren't sure if it was 100% legitimate. Um, I dug into this production company and they didn't even have any kind of posting about doing this. If it was under wraps, then that maybe is the case. But there was a lot of back and forth. They asked not to share it and there there was a lot of confusion. And we're not even sure if it was legitimate or not. Uh, Apparently they said that It was, but I'm skeptical, and I think it's a good lesson for all of us, is that, you know, before, in the old days of Avatar, we didn't get any news, because there was no Twitter, there was no, like, ways for, you know, us to find out stuff ahead of time, it was just, we found out when we found out, and now, in a world where we can find out all these kinds of details way early on, we have to be very, you know, we have to be very careful because, you know, before we go off and share stuff, because suddenly, you know, what could be something may not be what it is. Um, I know there's a little bit of like fake news <laughs> to that, but I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that could be misconstrued and we want to make sure that again, that there is a positive reception and we give this series a fair shot because, God, I hope it's good. We all hope it's good. And it's just, there's a lot on the line. We're all still so burned. Ah, so there's that. Uh, to kind of uh, wrap things up, we're going to talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the comics and uh, some book news as well. So first off, uh, again, as I said at the top of the show, Imbalance Part 3 uh, was just released. Now, this is the third part Now, this is the third and final part of the uh, new series written by Faith Aaron Hicks. Um, This has had a new writer and a new artist um, since uh, Jean Luen Yang and Guru Hiru uh, stopped doing the books after uh, North and South. So this has been a new series, and it's been dealing with Cranefish Town, which we kind of can insinuate is... uh, modern-day Republic City. So it's really starting to tie these threads in between the realm of Avatar and the realm of Korra. And it's a really interesting story. Um, And it's cool to see a different writer's perspective and a different artistic uh, interpretation of it. I think that if you enjoyed Korra and you enjoyed Avatar, there's a lot to love with this. I don't want to give too much away. Obviously, we're going to be diving into it because there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. There's a lot of great foreshadowing and there's a lot of really fun indulgent great moments because uh faith aaron hicks uh when she was at san diego comic-con talked about how 
Sokka is one of her favorite characters, and you can tell she just leans in so much on Sokka's humor in such a great way in this series, and it, it is wonderful. Um, the day after it came out, on October 3rd, uh, a new uh, kind of comic collection came out called Team Avatar Tales. This is a collection of different kind of short comics uh, by different writers, different artists, all different scenarios that happen maybe during the events of Avatar The Last Airbender after the show. And it's a mix of all of these different types of stories and art styles. And it's really fun. It's very reminiscent of the way that the old Nickelodeon magazine comics came out when they were there. If you listen to a couple episodes ago, we interviewed Dave Roman. He was one of the artists for some of the old Avatar comics that were in the physical copy of Nickelodeon magazine. So it these are very much in that kind of same vein. Um, there's a lot of really fun, just little glimpses of stories. And it's just, it's a cool collection. It's great that they did something like this because we really get to see all these different interpretations of the characters. And it's just, it's fun to kind of get to see that because there's a lot of people who love the show and they love the art and they love the characters. And you can tell that that's really present in this. Um, that's another dark horse book that was uh, published out. So if you uh, buy a comic book store, definitely recommend checking that out as well. Next, we've got a really interesting book coming out as well called legacy of the fire nation. So there was a, a book that came out like around last year called avatar, the last airbender legacy. And basically, this was, it was a book and a collection of letters that Aang was writing to Tenzin, his son, and the only airbender to come out of his family at the time. And it's this really beautiful, interesting kind of insight into Aang as a father and Aang kind of trying to pass down his knowledge to Tenzin. So now we are getting another one of those styles of books called Legacy of the Fire Nation. And this time it is Iroh passing down knowledge and passing down stories to Zuko. I'm very excited for this. Um, Iroh is one of my favorite characters of all time. And I love the relationship between him and Zuko. And I think that the fact that we're getting more insight into not only uh, what this book really kind of also talks about from the previews is that this is Iroh sharing stories of his time before the events of the show. We are getting a glimpse into Iroh's story pre-Avatar The Last Airbender. And I am incredibly excited about that because we've talked about it on the show many times. A lot of us here have just been wanting some kind of Iroh origin story or comic or anything. And this is kind of the closest that we're going to get to it for right now. And I'm very excited to see what they do with this. Um, so that's going to be coming out uh, fairly soon. And we're going to be posting more information on the release date for that and some previews of that on our Instagram page. So be sure to check that out. All right. And uh, next and lastly for the comics, uh, we have Ruins of the Empire Part 2. Uh, the date got bumped up. Um, this, of course, is the Legend of Korra comic uh, that is taking place uh, after the events of the show uh, with the uh, one of the main villains, Kuvira, her experience of the Earth Empire and how the world is 
kind of coming to terms with this massive power that is still existing and how the political powers are trying to work themselves out as the Earth Kingdom goes from a traditional monarchy to a democracy and the challenges that come with that, the ideas of corruption and influence and the power of a democracy. Uh, So it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what that is. I don't want to give too much away, but definitely check that out if you are interested in that. And part one was a pretty phenomenal read. Um, Turf Wars, we'll definitely get to talking at some point. I thought it was a great story, but it was, I, I think it was necessary, but this Ruins of an Empire is juicy. Very much in the same way that The Promise was a great follow-up for Avatar The Last Airbender. The Search is an amazing story that is an addition to the universe because it really kind of answers a lot of questions. It brings in a lot of the world into it. There's a lot of good stuff going on. And that is now going to be coming out on November 12th. So definitely keep an eye out for that if you're following the comics. Um, Also, in other news too, there is a Turf Wars library edition out now. Uh, So this collects all three... Uh, comics of Turf Wars into a beautiful library edition. I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm planning to because, again, there's just something so special about having those that library edition with the liner notes from the artists and the writers and Mike and Brian talking about why they chose to do certain things in the story. And lastly, we're going to close things out uh, with some news um, on Shadow of Kyoshi. This is the follow-up novel to the recent Avatar novel, Rise of Kiyoshi. Um, Now, apparently it's supposed to only be two novels. This is going to be the second. And it is scheduled to release, they announced, July 21st, 2020. So, it's going to be coming out pretty soon. (laughs) Um, And for all of you who didn't uh, catch our last episode, uh, Marilyn from Beyond Bending Podcast, our sister podcast, we are doing a collaborative Uh, kind of venture uh, called Beyond Portalcast, where we are going chapter by chapter to review the rise of Kiyoshi. Um, So we are going to be, again, posting that on both of our feeds, uh, kind of bouncing back and forth. But if you want to check that out, and also a lot of the fan art and additional images that we're throwing in there, we are also putting on a YouTube channel. You can find us at Beyond Portalcast. Um, We're also going to be sharing the Instagram info for that page as well. So um, if you guys don't mind, check out the page, follow that because we are just going to be, that's going to be the hub for all of that information because it's kind of this thing between the two of us and we wanted to have a central location because that's really pretty much what we're going to be doing with it is reviewing the book, going chapter by chapter. And uh, then of course, when this new one comes out, Shadow of Kyoshi, we're probably going to freak out and go over that chapter by chapter as well. Um, so thank you all so much for listening Uh, again. Thank you so much for your patience, um, and understanding with all of this. Uh, it has been a, an incredibly like challenging past couple months, uh, for me personally, I have gone through just a lot with a new house and all kinds of stuff. And this podcast is a really, really important part of what I love about doing art, about doing discussion on this amazing universe and world that I love. And I really, truly appreciate uh, all of you who have been able to stick around to listen and to continue to support the podcast. 
it means a lot. And I just wanted to uh, take this moment to to uh, uh, shout out. Um, and I per, I apologize if I'm butchering this. Uh, too shy um, for their incredibly like nice thoughtful and considerate review that they left on our iTunes page um, in all of the ratings that you guys have been doing. It's, it really helps in terms of getting the word out there. And of course it doesn't help that we haven't been posting in a while. So we're going to be getting back to um, our schedule with this. Uh, we're going to be doing our kind of weekly episodes um, and getting back on schedule with that. And we're excited to dive back into all this discussion and just appreciate you guys, uh, the fans, and guys, we are getting closer and closer to 2020, which means we are getting closer and closer to this Avatar Netflix show. Um, the last thing I'll say is I recently watched the new Netflix show, Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. This show was a prequel series to the original Dark Crystal movie that Jim Henson made in the 1980s. What they did with this series was groundbreaking. The puppetry work, the set design, the voice actors, the level of detail was beautiful. And you're probably like, why are you bringing this up? This is an Avatar podcast. All right, here's my thing. They did a behind-the-scenes documentary about making this show, and they interviewed many of the directors of original content for Netflix for this documentary. What I kept hearing and seeing over and over again was that they said, this is truly a beautiful and unique story. And we wanted to give the people who are bringing this to life, the resources they need and the time and attention in detail that it deserved. They went above and beyond to make this series something incredibly unique and special. And I think that it's a good sign because I think now it falls into Mike and Brian's hands. It falls into the team that they're putting together. And I don't think it's a matter of resources getting in the way of them doing it. I think Netflix is behind them 110%. We heard that originally from Mike and Brian, but I think seeing Age of Resistance and what they did, I think is a really good sign. I feel really good about it. Even if it's a lie that I'm going to keep telling myself like I did leading up to the last airbender, I must hope. <laughs> or else I will start tear bending. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that concludes uh, this news update. Uh, thank you all so much again for listening. Uh, be sure to uh, remember, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, at Legend of Portalcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Portalcast Pod and our website, legendofportalcast.com. And then uh, to find us on Spotify and iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Um, and then again, check out uh, Beyond Portalcast, our new YouTube uh, joint venture with uh, Marilyn from Beyond Bending Podcast. And be sure to check them out as well. Uh, she's starting back her uh, reviews up. They've got uh, episode 12, The Storm, uh, coming out very soon as well. That's one of my favorite episodes of all of Avatar. So I'm very excited. Uh, so thanks, guys. And we'll be seeing you next week for Legend of Korra, episode 9 of season 1, Out of the Past. <laughs>